up, what up, what up, pro silly listeners, it's your audible boo thing, Amber Smiles Jones. Welcome back or to the Professionally Silly Podcast, the podcast where we shoot the shit and we talk about true crime, the paranormal, and super interesting topics that I find online. Now, I like to give you guys a variety of awesome, and that's pretty much what the Professionally Silly Podcast is. I don't mean to toot my own horn, but beep beep, okay? Okay, (laughs) so a lot has happened in the last few days. One thing that I have, that I definitely have to acknowledge is the inauguration day on the, uh, on January 20th, okay? Now, if you're a Trump supporter, you, you might not like what I, what I say next, uh, <laughs> but Biden is your new daddy, okay? He's our new daddy. Uh, he, swore, he swore in on what seems to be the original Bible, the very first one. I mean, did you guys see how thick that shit was? Oh my God. I don't think I've ever seen a dictionary that damn thick. <laughs> it was just, it was a lot. It was a lot. Now also, we now have our first woman of color sworn in to be our vice president. And we, we would, can we just say we, we, we was wearing that damn outfit. Okay. I'm saying we, because you know, Kamala is a part of me, whether y'all like it or not. <laughs> as a, as a matter of fact, all the women who showed up, who were the prominent figures of, of that inauguration, Jill Biden, Kamala Harris, Nancy Pelosi, and of course, I would be insane if I didn't mention Michelle Obama rocking the shit out of that outfit that she had on. Her hair was amazing. And I <laughs> I heard through the grapevine, it was her own hair. That was her hair. Yes, queen, not not a not a weave or a track in sight. You better get it, Obama. <laughs> Miss Obama, if you nasty. Okay, her walk alone was everything. It was everything. She owned every fucking step she took. Uh, listen, okay, <laughs> every step she took. Now, from what I understand, her outfit was designed by a black designer too, Sergio Hudson. That's hey, that's what I'm told here. Okay, if you don't believe me, Google that shit. It's a thing. Okay, and I am here for it. Yes. Now, y'all know, y'all know I had to make a YouTube video about the inauguration day. And I talks, I talked a lot of shit. I talked so much shit, <laughs> so much shite. And uh, we, uh, we played inaugural beer pong and even did some trick shots with a ping pong ball and a red solo and red solo cups. So that was, it was quite the video. Uh, make sure you guys check it out and click the thumbs up button and subscribe for more visual, professionally silly awesome because your girl is all over YouTube. We got this podcast. I do the TikTok. I'm everywhere, okay? The internet cannot escape from me. It's as simple as that. Now, last week, we discussed embarrassing ER stories. And let me just say this. Uh, don't shove anything into your body that shouldn't be shoved in. Also, uh, maybe don't stick your skin flute into a fidget spinner, you know, and I'm speaking to my male listeners. Of course, <laughs> I probably shouldn't have to say that, but that's who I'm speaking to. Unless you have a skin flute. I don't know your lives. Okay. Oh, and if I might add, uh, don't use a lawnmower to trim the hedges of your bushes. And no, that is not a sexual euphemism. Don't do that. Okay. <laughs> And if you haven't heard that particular episode yet, make sure you go back and take a listen because it was a lot of fun. 
<laughs> now this week, this week I decided to stay at the hospital, but instead of stupid, I thought we would look into the paranormal side of the medical world. Now, as you can imagine, a lot of things happen inside hospital walls. Death is among those things as part of the medical world, and there is really no way out of that. Now, I can only imagine all the energy that is soaked up in these hospital walls. And as they say, if those walls could talk. Okay. <laughs> now, when you when you think about that, it's, it's not surprising that a place like that could have paranormal experiences. But guys, before we dig in to these haunted hospital stories, okay, I want to let you guys know that if you have any paranormal stories that you or someone you know has experienced, feel free to, to send those stories in. Send them in. I would absolutely love to have you guys be a part of the show. Now, now we don't even have to stop there honestly, because I cover a lot of interesting topics. Perhaps you have other things that you want to share. Maybe you want to vent about, I don't know, your dog shitting in your shoe or your loud ass neighbor, or maybe you have a secret that you want to get off your chest anonymously. Perhaps you have a suggestion for an episode of the Professionally Silly podcast. Send them in. You can email me at itsprofessionallysilly at gmail.com. Now, I would love to make this the show more inclusive for my kick-ass listeners. And this is your chance to join in on this silly, literally. All right. Now, I've also been asked a couple of times, how can I support your podcast? What can I do? I ain't got no money, but what can I do? All you really have to do, friends, is leave the Professionally Silly Podcast a five-star and written review on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast platform that you're using. Now, the reason I mention Apple Podcasts specifically is because their views, their reviews, excuse me, hold the, the most weight and can really help my show grow. And that is definitely a goal that I have for this show. Okay. Also, guys, don't forget to go ahead and check out the podcast Twitter and Instagram page at It's Pro Silly, I-T-S-P-R-O-S-I-L-L-Y. And now the Instagram page should should have photos and our videos pertaining to the episodes that I record from now on. We just started it, I would say, last fall. Okay, so we're, we're still working on that, like fall 2020 fall. So also, guys, feel free to reach out to me on Twitter or the new Facebook podcast group. Yeah, we got a Facebook podcast group page, the professionally podcast group, professionally silly podcast group. You don't want to miss that because we, we discuss any of my older episodes as well. And uh, I, w- I love talking to you guys. I love talking with you, you know. So once again, the professionally silly podcast group is where it's at. I just started it. We have, uh, I think the last time I checked about uh, 27 members members on there so we're doing pretty good we're doing pretty good and I just started it last Friday when I told you guys about it all right so now that we got that out of the way let's get to the paranormal experiences at these hospitals listen if you want to really creep yourself out turn off the lights make it pitch black dark in your home or in your car or if you're in the bathroom listening to me while you take a bath Whatever, dude. Set a tone. Enjoy it. <laughs> you guys are gonna have a you guys are gonna have a blast. Trust me when I say that. A creepy blast, but a blast nonetheless. 
So this first story is definitely creepy as hell, especially to me. And I think it's a great way to start this episode. Let's dig in, shall we? It reads, The best I've heard is from a nurse who said that one night she was floated to oncology at the hospital she used to work at. She was given a patient who was passing away and had been unconscious for several days. At one point during the night, the nurse went into the room and the patient was at the top of the bed and looked at her and said, Don't let them take me! The nurse was freaked out and asked her who was going to take her, and she said, That black thing up there, and pointed up into the air. This patient died within minutes. Now, I gotta say, man, that is creepy as fuck. <laughs> I can't even imagine how scary that would have been if I were that nurse or hell, even if I were that patient. You know, if, if you have listened to my, my other paranormal stories that I've shared in the past on this podcast, then you already know that I'm, I'm, I'm a paranormal investigator. But luckily for me, I've never had to deal with any black masses in the air thus far. Let me knock on some wood. <laughs> okay. It's said that it can be a negative entity, but that's not always the case. It's just usually the case. Now, according to hauntedDoc.com, black mist, black fog, black shadow, black smoke, all of these could be demonic hauntings. And the occupants claim to be followed by uh, black mist or black fog. Now, they are usually very easy to identify as long as they're not hiding, which happens a lot. <laughs> but uh, when it is a demonic haunting, you typically notice a revolting stench similar to rotted flesh or sulfuric acid. And you know, I don't know. I don't know if you guys have ever been to Savannah, Georgia, but it fucking smells there, especially first thing in the morning. You get used to it, but it's dank. <laughs> now, they often let loose a growl, these demonic figures. They can let loose a growl or or uh, sounds that, that, that are coming from everywhere at once. Now, they like to make contact by pushing, shoving, hitting, and even scratching. The whole air in the affected area will feel thick, like, like fog, and the temperature will drastically change. You'll notice. You'll notice it. Now, usually the temperature gets a lot cooler, but and some, sometimes, sometimes they can get a lot warmer, and you'll notice a change. But now in this story, that wasn't mentioned, okay? There were no growls, no strange smells, and no temperature change. But I can understand why that particular patient was terrified. They probably already knew that they were dying, which probably makes it even more terrifying. And maybe the patient wasn't the best human while here on Earth. And they were probably headed to the bad place. I don't know. Now, I do tell you this, if I saw any type of black mass or fog or something like that, uh, shit, <laughs> I would be scared too, whether I was dying or not. <laughs> Shoot. Let's go on to the next story, shall we? Of course we shall. That's why you're here. <laughs> 
a good friend of mine while doing his rounds as a young intern. He's now a neurosurgeon. He had just looked in on a dying patient. After making the patient more comfortable, he exited the room, sat on a nearby chair to write his report. After a few moments, he looked up and saw his patient was walking down the hallway. He called to the woman, but there was no response. As he stood up to walk after her, she disappeared. He quickly walked toward the patient's room and saw a light under the door. When he opened the door, it was completely dark in the room. So he turned on the nightlight, went over to the patient, and felt for her pulse. She had died, and he swears to this experience. Wow, okay. <laughs> I can definitely imagine how creepy that would be for some people. I get it. I get it. He was in the room with the patient just moments before they passed. But when you think about it, nothing horrifying really happened here, at least in my opinion. Now, perhaps the light under the door was, I don't know, an angel coming to guide, guide this patient to heaven, take her home. Now, many people who have heard near death, who have had near death experiences tend to say they saw a bright light or things like that. Now, perhaps that's what this doctor witnessed. It certainly, in my opinion, beats the hell out of the dark figure, the dark mass that the other patients saw in the first story that we, that I just shared with you. But I can totally understand how that would scare the shit out of somebody <laughs> had they experienced something like that themselves. I'm just, I'm super glad it wasn't me. <laughs> like death is a natural thing. It's something that's coming for us all. You know, honestly, when I die, I'm probably going to be a ghost. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I'll, I'll go to heaven eventually if they'll, if they allow me in there. But uh, I'm going to do some hauntings. I'm not, I'm going to, I'm going to haunt the shit out of somebody. I don't know who just yet, but it, it, it'll happen. Probably my exes because I'm petty like that. Especially my last one. Man, she was a bitch. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. Let's go on to the next story. <laughs> I had a patient who was CMO, comfort measures only, and quite obviously very close to dying. The week before, my best buddy, a cat named Pippin, had died and I was pretty broken up about it still. That being said, I walked into her room, and she said, Oh, you brought your kitty with you. I blinked at her and said, What? Mind you, this was the first time I'd had this patient, and I hadn't discussed my cat with her, having cats, or even liking them. Her response was, Your kitty, it's right there by your foot. I got that momentary shiver in my soul, and asked, just for kicks, yeah, well, what color's the kitty? She says, black with some white. Pippin was a black tuxedo cat with white paws and a white bib. And the patient died later that night. Wow, <laughs> that's creepy. Now, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I almost did not share this one with you because I have a cat currently. Okay, and for those of you who follow my social medias, you know about my little furry mama, Samantha, Sammy for short, um, a little shit when she's in trouble <laughs> or gets on my nerves. 
and she's my best friend though, you know, and I've lost pets in the past and it fucking sucks. It really does. It, 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 it's really hard. It's like losing a family, a family member because they are family. You know, I had fish, hamsters, and I even had dogs. And when they died, it hit me like a ton of fucking bricks. It did. Now, the fact that this woman saw the doctor's pet that passed away, still following him around, could be scary for some. But for me, for me, it, it kind of makes me feel better. I loved all of my furry buddies. I did. And I know, I know they, to know that they still have your back, even after death, it's, it's kind of beautiful to me. They're still looking out for you. They're still, you know, they're there with you. Just like if someone, a human person that was close to you died, you know, and, and they were watching over you. It's the same kind of thing, you know, and she pretty much described this cat to the T. So that's, uh, that's freaking wild. <laughs> Wow. I worked LTC, long-term care, and have a ton of scary hospital stories. The first one, the facility was built where a playground used to be. A little boy died there in the 30s. Residents who were blind or had Alzheimer's would regularly see a little boy. They always described the exact same kid in the same clothes. Story number two. I had a 90-year-old resident with dementia who hadn't spoken in years, and she was actively dying. She looked behind me and said, Okay, I'll see you tomorrow. I love you. And she died exactly 24 hours later. Story three. There was a resident who never used her own bathroom to have a bowel movement. She always went to the room across the hall. After she passed, people would swear they saw someone going into the room across from hers. Even years later, from people who didn't even know the story. I could go for hours. Ha <laughs> ha. Signed, Deborah. First of all, uh, thank you, Deborah, for sharing those three experiences on the internet for me and the pro silly listeners to enjoy. Uh, <laughs> I had no, first, I have no idea who the fuck De- Deborah is. I don't know who she is. But if you manage to come across this podcast randomly and you heard this, I hope that you have more stories to share that you wouldn't mind uh, emailing me because I-, I want a professionally silly exclusive story, please. That'd be great. Second, ghost children freak me out. They freak me the fuck out. Ghost children freak me the fuck out. Okay, I've said this before and I'm saying it again. It's just it's something about them, y'all. It's it's to be said that, that demons or negative entities can pose as children to get you to trust them. And then they do scary ass shit to you later on down the road. And that's not that's not always the case, but shit. Most children, in my opinion, are, are already creepy as fuck, dead or alive. <laughs> okay. They, I mean, kids, they, they, kids, they, they, they touch everything. They're, they're like walking germs and then they like to jump out and scare you. They ask a lot of goddamn questions. Look, I, I like kids. Don't get me wrong, but some of them are just weird as shit. It is what it is. Okay. Now I remember one time I was at the mall, you know, back when we had malls. And people actually went to them. 
<laughs> Anyways, this is like pre-Amazon Prime era, if you will, okay? Now, <laughs> this little kid was with his mom or someone, I don't know, and he just stared at me. Just, just, just stared at me. Now, I swear that little bastard never blinked, not once. Did not blink his eyes once, I promise, I swear. Okay, <laughs> and it was probably a full 45 seconds until I was like, you know, I need to get the fuck up out of here. Okay, this child is trying to steal my soul and I don't have time for it. <laughs> okay, to this day, I have no idea if that kid was real or a ghost. Okay, and if he was alive, then he probably grew up to be a serial killer. I don't know his life. Okay, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was alive. He was just a, a creepy little fuck. He was just a creepy little fuck. We'll just keep it that. Now, also, the, um, the, the fact that the 90-year-old woman was talking to what was probably a spirit that she knew and said, I'll see you tomorrow, and then died the next day. She said, I'll see you tomorrow. Died the next day, 24 hours later. That is insane. Now, they say that some people, they do know when they're going to die. Now, I don't know how or what it feels like or what they experience, because, you know, I've, I've, I've never died before, as far as I know, <laughs> you know, but some people just know. Now, I would, I would also like to, to know uh, why the woman in the third story would not use her own damn bathroom and decided to use the one across the hall. I mean, damn, you know, <laughs> then in death continued after death, continued to hog the bathroom across the hall i just want to know what the fuck that's all i just want to know what the fuck and i feel like that's a fair question <laughs> shit in the morgue at my hospital i would always hear knocking coming from inside the freezer it really creeped me out, especially when the pathologist looked up, grabbed me by my shoulders, stared me straight in the eye, and said, You hear that? You never open that door when they're knocking. Never. It turned out to be some loose pipes, but he thought it was hilarious. I didn't sleep at all that night. <laughs> okay. All right, so clearly that one wasn't an actual haunting story, but <laughs> when I read it for the first time, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Until I got to the end, and, and I wanted to fuck with you guys, so, ah, uh -huh, gotcha. <laughs> I wonder if they ever got those pipe fixed, though. That's a serious problem. Just, just throwing that out there, just saying. A couple, retired military captain and his wife, Margaret, sold their house to move to Florida. It so happens that they sold their house to the state. The state was going to use it as a resident home for mentally disabled teens. After the closing of the house, but before they moved, Margaret died in the house. But the captain had to move because the house was already sold. Now, residents always referred to her as the old lady that they, whenever they saw her. Now, nursing staff just referred to her as Maggie. Now, late at night, 
when the residents were asleep. If the staff put the TV on more adult programming like Red Shoe Diaries, etc., the TV would turn off. And when it was turned back on, it would come on to a different channel. Now, there was one nurse, this one nurse. It was like the house was out to get her. She swear that the carpet tripped me. When the cupboards opened, knives would fall out aimed at her. Turns out this nurse was eventually fired for abusing and stealing from the residents. Maggie takes care of her children. Holy shit. That is, <laughs> that's freaking awesome and also creepy at the same time. Now, okay. I mean, it, it's sad that she could not start their next chapter together, you know, with her husband, they were moving to Florida, you know, but she was still able to make a difference even in death. She protected those kids. Now, I mean, honestly, I, I mean, if she wanted to kill that nurse or really harm her, she definitely could have. But I suppose it wasn't in, in Margaret's nature to do that, even when she was alive, let alone after death. But shit, throwing knives at bitches is pretty fucking scary enough. I'm just saying, okay? Now, it, it takes a lot of energy for a spirit to to incessantly show their presence, from what I understand, okay? Now, also, as I was reading this, I was like, what the fuck is Red Shoe Diaries? I've never heard of that before. <laughs> it must be a boring ass show because Maggie wasn't having it. I don't know, but <laughs> that's what I thought. But I looked it up and it's like uh, an adult erotic TV show, just, you know, and uh, it's the Red Shoe Diaries. Red Shoe Diaries was an American erotic drama series that aired on the Showtime channel on that, on that network from, I think it was like 1992 to 1996 or 1997, something like that. And distributed by Playboy Entertainment overseas. So it was just sex everywhere. Just sex, 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 orgasms and sex. Okay. <laughs> so clearly Maggie didn't think that the kids living there should be watching that type of, that type of program. Now, I mean, Showtime and HBO, I mean, that's where you go to get some sexy time in on TV. Okay. That's what you do. Now, who needs Pornhub when you, when you have one or both of those channels, okay. <laughs> you know, now shout out to Maggie, shout out to Maggie for protecting those kids. Also, uh, fuck that bitch who was abusing them. You know, bitch ass hoe. That's how I feel. Don't be abusing children, especially children who are mentally disabled. What a dick. What a dick move. I hope Maggie scared the shit out of her. And I hope Maggie haunted that bitch even after she left. Fuck that lady. That's just how I feel about it. And I ain't gonna apologize for it. Nope. Okay, so if there's anything that you can take from this podcast episode, it's don't fuck with Maggie, okay? And don't abuse kids. Don't be a dick, okay? <laughs> but also, hospitals hold immense energy. So, so much happens inside of them. Babies are born, people are sick, and sometimes people die there. The cycle of life all in one building. That's a lot of energy stored all in one place, okay? Now, it doesn't surprise me one bit that a hospital or a place like one would be haunted. Also, keep in mind that not every ghost or spirit wants to harm or scare you. There is different types 
of ghosts and spirits. And maybe one of these days I'll break it down to you and we'll talk about that. Now, Maggie just wanted to protect those kids. That's all she really wanted. So don't be a dick while you're alive or Maggie might show up. Professionally silly life rules, guys. Professionally silly life rules. I am here to protect you. Okay. Pay attention to what I'm saying. (laughs) Now, I hope you guys enjoy this episode as much as I did researching it. I probably read over 30 stories and chose my favorites of those. Now, you guys, you know, I'm soups into the paranormal. Totally into it. So I freaking love sharing stories like this with you. It's like, it's my jam. It's my jam. (laughs) Once again, guys, if you have any of your own stories that you want to share, be sure to email them to me. Or if you have an episode request, let me know that as well. And the podcast email is itsprofessionallysilly at gmail.com. Everything is spelled correctly. Itsprofessionallysilly at gmail.com. Now, I cover so many interesting topics so definitely please feel free to send them in I want to know you know I'm saying now you can also leave me a message on the anchor app or my google voice number which is 805-664-1828 once again 805-664-1828 now leave me a voice message or even a text message and I will definitely put you put you on the podcast unless you guys say otherwise and speaking of which we have a message from a listener and fellow podcaster Cybershots Cybershots has called in okay and he called in on the Anchor app. So why don't we go ahead and see what Mr. Shots has to say, shall we? Hey, hey, just checked out the New Year's, um, the New Year's, yeah, the New Year's episode. But anyway, yeah, I can tell a, I can tell a little difference in the voice, kind of tweaked up there, little tweakiness going on there, Amber. But anyway, yeah, good show. I enjoyed it as I always do. Cyber shots. <laughs> Thank you so much for calling in, brother. I appreciate that. It's been a long time since we got a call in from a listener. Shit, man, I, I didn't think anybody wanted to call in. I'm like, damn, is anybody even listening to this fucking show? I, I leave my, my my number, my email, my my social media. Don't nobody want to say none. Don't nobody want to say none. <laughs> Shit, I just didn't think anybody would call in anytime soon. You know, and and I I miss hearing from you guys, man. I do. Cybershots, I appreciate you for calling in. And I'm so fucking glad that you enjoyed the episode. Although, uh, the New Year's episode. Although the microphone that I did use in that specific episode sucked ass. It sucked so much ass. But I'm working on getting better equipment and better software and, and hardware. You know, so I'm saving up my fives of dollars, guys. My fives of dollars. I'm super rich. Um, <laughs> shout out to blog.fusionmedstaff.com, thoughtcatalog.com, and thegypsynurse.com. I found our, uh, our, our creepy haunted hospital stories on these sites. Uh, also, guys, I want to go ahead and shout out you guys, you dope-ass humans, the pro silly listeners. Thank you so much for, uh, for your support and coming back every fucking week. That's dope. And if this is your first time listening, I certainly hope that you decide to, you know, to join me next Friday because every Friday we get professionally silly. 
if you're new here, you're probably luckier than the ones that have been here for quite some time because you, you get to binge, you get to binge, man. You get to binge. That's, that's awesome. (laughs) Also guys, don't forget to support your girl by leaving reviews on whichever podcast directory that you're using, especially Apple podcasts. If you've got that, they are like the podcast gods. Like I'm serious. I've said that before and I'm saying it again. They're like the podcast gods. And if you do well on Apple podcasts, people leave good reviews then there's a good chance that you'll be able to reach more people, which is fucking titties. I would love my podcast to grow and be successful. Who wouldn't want that, right? Yeah. All right, guys, you know what time it is. It's that PSC time. This week's podcast shout out corner. That's what we're going to do. This week's PSC is the Today and True Crime podcast. Now, crime never takes a day off and neither does podcast a very popular podcasting network. They've got a lot of shows and they are amazing. And I hope one day they'll realize I'm alive. Now, every day they flip back the calendar and examine a true crime event from the same date. Now, it might be the anniversary of an important case being told. Uh, Maybe the landmark trial has just ended or a serial killer's birthday. Whatever the dates, there is no ordinary day in true crime history. And in each episode, they present a short true crime story to analyze the impact of that day's events. Today in True Crime is a podcast, podcast original, okay, with new episodes daily. So make sure you let them know that the Professionally Silly Podcast sent you. August 31st, 1888, Jack the Ripper commits his first murder, sending London into a panic. October 3rd, 1995, O.J. Simpson is acquitted to mass outrage. November 24th, 1971, D.B. Cooper hijacks a plane and disappears forever. August 19th, 2019. Today in True Crime debuts. Traveling back in time to relive the biggest days in true crime history. With new episodes daily, you'll never run out of true crime podcasts again. Each morning, we flip back the calendar to a true crime event from the same date years ago. Whether the crime is infamous or just plain interesting... There's a crime story for every day of the year. Today in True Crime is a podcast original with new episodes every day, starting August 19th. Crime never takes a day off, and now neither does podcast. Once again, check out Today in True Crime. A podcast, podcast original, y'all. Let me tell you something. Podcast is awesome. Once again, let them know that I'm alive, okay? I could use some money. <laughs> if you enjoy the Professionally Silly Podcast and you want to help out and you want to support, you can now do so by making monthly donations through the Anchor app, which is the app that I record this podcast with. 
Now, this is a very helpful way in uh, making the Professionally Silly podcast even better and help move the silly forward. You can now make monthly contributions as low as 99 cents a month, $4.99 or $9.99 a month right here on the Anchor app. And if you got yourself some commitment issues or you don't have the Anchor app, there's always PayPal, my friends. So you can always PayPal me at www.paypal.com. Dot me slash Amber Smiles Jones and help me keep the silly flowing. Make sure you guys go ahead and check out the show notes for some bonus information like my social media stuff. I've got TikTok, I've got Instagram, Twitter, two YouTube channels. One of my channels was called Professionally Silly, just like the podcast, but trust me when I say the content is different but just as random. And of course, I've got my second. Uh, YouTube channel that I just started last August of 2020 and it's called Paranormal Black Activity where I take my black ass put my black card on the line and I go ahead and investigate haunted locations to either prove or debunk that these places are haunted so if you want to go ahead check out the uh, my personal and or my podcast social media information it's going to be down in the show notes below don't forget this podcast does have Instagram and Twitter at the, it's actually called at it's pro silly, I T S P R O S I L L Y. Make sure you tweet me and you can share your opinions of my older and or newer episodes. And you can do that on Twitter as well as our new Facebook group page, the professionally silly podcast group page. Join in on the fun and uh, you know, talk to the other li- talk to the other listeners. Wow, could not get that out. Goodness gracious! <laughs> uh, once again, guys, it's your audible boot thing, Amber Smiles Jones. Thank you so much for listening to the professionally silly station here on Anchor FM, where I take my silliness seriously. Until next time, my loves, watch where you step, because there's pieces of shit everywhere, and we just 86 the orangest piece of shit ever. Bye, Trump, you piece of garbage. Mm, God damn it. It felt good to wake up on January 21st. I tell you what. (laughs) I'll see you guys next week. Take it easy.